Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne, in the building. I'm joined here by the one, the only, Ash is in the house. Hello. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. This is nice. It's <laughs> good. It's good. So stable. Well, that's good. Yeah. Good feeling. Yeah. Great feeling. I was going to say that's definitely where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, world's yeah. on fire outside, but I feel pretty okay about it. Why is the world on fire? I don't know. Uh, are we in a recession? Did they announce that or are they just like not like saying obvious? <laughs> they just won't say it? No. Okay. That's something. Probably won't be talked about until after the election. When are we up next year, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think it's even years. Yeah, so, um, yep, <laughs> that's that. Okay, well, outside of that, <laughs> um, how was your weekend? Do anything fun? Um, I went out, I forget what night that was, got a couple of drinks, that was fun. Um, helped my friend film his documentary, also nice. And preparing for Riley's 12th birthday is also an adventure. What else did I do? I think that's it. That's the highlights of it. Okay. Other than that, getting my mind right, refocusing, and being on my consistent train. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. For sure. How mm. was your week? Um, I worked the weekend. I was off yesterday and today. So I... Uh, Got a lot of productive stuff done. Put out a finance video for the finance channel. If you guys are interested in that, go follow the Financial Warriors Academy. There'll be weekly content on there. So, yeah. Most likely every Tuesday. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, Other than that, just took this nigga to the vet. What's wrong with him? He has an ear infection. Aww. It's the other one's fault. Why? Because he licks his ear. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> and every time he does that, he gets an ear infection. Every time? Damn. Because it's not like he just licks it once. He'll sit there and just lick the ear. Oh. For like, like a little session. Yeah. Just like, come here, nigga. Time yeah. to nibble I'm gonna, your ear. I'm going to lick your ear for like 30, 40 minutes. Like, what, bro, no, cut that out. <laughs> <clears throat> so. How do you know he has an ear infection? What do you be doing? Um, you just be acting sick? No, he'll shake his head a lot. And then usually the ear that's bothering him, it'll be kind of cocked half down. Oh, that's why he was cockeyed today. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You right? I'm like, did I never notice this deformation before? Nope, nope. Ears are normally perfectly fine unless one is bothering him. And that is why, yes, his other ear is half up. Oh, yep. Don't you know he picked a defective puppy because nope. <laughs> the fuck that I nope. not noticed nope. this the whole nope. time. His ear is completely fine normally. <laughs> it is only like that because he is in pain and has an ear infection. So, Aw, poor guy. Well, they gave him medicine today that should last for the whole month. Um, they just squirted it down there instead of me having to do a treatment every day, which was good. And then they also got him on um, some antibiotic steroids. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what I just gave him. I figure I'm going to do once a day around 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. 9. And so that way it can be when I do it. So when this person assists if he needs more water and things like that, because it says it makes him thirstier, mm. we can um, address those needs. But yeah. Poor little guy. Speedy recovery. Yeah, the other one can hopefully go home soon. <laughs> so you're saying he was getting another dog. It's not feasible to take Kato because he needs to be over there with your grandmother. Sure. <laughs> yeah or no? You gotta go. <laughs> Poor guy. He be doing a lot. Yeah. And Kai don't like that he here. I thought you said he liked it. Mm, half and half. Oh, okay. He likes that there's someone for him to interact with. Mm. He don't like another male dog in his space. Mm. So he has been marking all of his territory. <laughs> like he peed in his room. He's peed on the pillows that are in there because Kato was laying on it. Like <laughs> it's just been a mess and I don't have time like yeah he's been doing a lot more peeing in the house and that's because he is marking because of Kato and I'm like no we had no issues with that up until he came back mm. we will not be building that habit so hopefully he can go home soon there's a cat over there right now a cat? yes oh yeah so why should bring a cat? Because they can take care of itself mostly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Meow. Yeah. So maybe herd the cat until they decide where the cat's going to have its actual home at. But for right now, it's cool over there. But if you want a cat in six months, let me know. Nope. Yeah. Riley I'll ask like Riley. Cats. She don't like cats at all. Oh. She do not fuck with cats. Why? Because she afraid they're gonna scratch her. Okay. Rightfully so, because cats is temperamental, and I'm definitely allergic to cats. <laughs> definitely allergic to cats. Oh, well. I like cats so much. If you know anyone that wants a kitty. Oh no, I don't think I want to know anybody that wants a kitty. I will let you know. But in six months, not right now though. In six months. Yeah. I don't know nobody don't want no cat. Well, clearly not right now. You gotta wait until it's like <laughs> so five months from away? now. Yeah. Can't just take him. Yeah. Like grandma, give me that. No, no. <laughs> nah, he's got some work to do, so he'll oh, be over okay. there for a while. But um. No, what's your topic? No. That's <laughs> my topic. I'm gonna be talking to you about this uh, information overload, madam. Exit. No. <laughs> I don't know who she thinks she. Why she thinks she controlled you? <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> no one in here knows what that was. Everybody just ignored it. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what is your topic? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You have to have one. I know. I got one. Great. <laughs> Today. I don't still like going first. You got to start coming up with topics. But anyway, the cost of information overload. I got this idea from Lucy Scott. Come find her on YouTube. Give her her some support if you must. But 
in it, she talked about losing yourself in the age information. We are completely bombarded with the how-tos and what we need to know right now. Every five fucking minutes, you're on your phone, it's new information. TikTok, I just figured out that TikTok is the absolute worst in terms of, like, your attention. Oh, my goodness. But coming from somebody, I thought I might ask you because I know you don't really like using it that much. And I don't think you ever was on there too much. Or if you, maybe you had a time. And on social media or yeah, TikTok? Social media. Period. All of it. Um, Every single platform. What was it about it that you just like, mm. <laughs> or, you, or was you ever like, oh, I like this, and then stopped? I don't care about other people in that way. Mm-hmm. I guess what I feel social media is, is a lot of people living vicariously through like other people. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to know what's going on in their life you got an opinion about their relationship and what they said and what they think and I honestly just don't care I no yeah it's a lack of caring I just don't care Mm -hmm. at all what's the I don't care about what they want to say I don't care about your opinions um no <clears throat> now I'll go on social media from time to time excuse me and like randomly scroll but it may be like one day out of two weeks that I've decided like right now I find TikTok kind of fun cause it feeds my like need for consistent content cause I can just sw- keep swiping up and then there's new stuff so I might do that for like 30 minutes and then I'd be like alright well I need to get back to doing something for real mm-hmm. and I guess I view TikTok or at least how my algorithm is set up is TikTok is pretty much a comedy platform mm-hmm. so it's just a lot of just people saying funny stuff being funny making funny observations dogs yeah, that's really... So I don't really have, have a whole lot of, like, the mess on there, so... And I don't know if there is that on there. I don't really... haven't really explored TikTok in that way. I'm not really looking to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's mostly it, really. Just a lack of care for it. It doesn't... All those notifications irritate me. <laughs> For sure. Like my phone going off and it like I'm a part of a Discord and it's to the point where like I was actively in a conversation about a meeting that I was supposed to have yesterday. Mm-hmm. That I did have. That I um definitely was like hours in between responses just because like it would go off and then sometimes it would be the messages and other times it would be like just random discord shit because they just be doing a lot on discord i'd be like oh i'm gonna ignore you again and then <laughs> i'd be like oh no you gotta check back for this message y'all are having a conversation and then i mean it ended up working out and we talked when we um <clears throat> we were both free but it's just so hard to like 
not turn it into white noise. Like, things go off so much. And I guess maybe if I did more, if I put out more content and people were engaging with me more, I might find it different. But just as an obs- observationist, going out there and just watching and looking, that's not really for me. And I've never been super inspired to like post a whole lot of like my own personal life and shit like that. I'm working on being more engaged for like creative and content reasons. But other than that, like on a personal level, I don't. That shit is boring. <laughs> for sure. I don't give a fuck. No, no shit hella boring. Let me just be honest with you. Shit hella boring. Shit don't really mean nothing. Like, I engage in social media when I have time, and I ain't got time right now, so. <laughs> ain't no reason to be on there. No, it got, it got boring for me. At first, I remember when Facebook was really jumping off. Everybody had one that got one. And I definitely overshared a lot of the time. <laughs> Before I had Riley, even after I had Riley. For many years. Not many years. But enough years for me to be like, ugh. Because now that I look back on it, I'm just like, I don't care about what none of you... Because there's nothing new. And no one has nothing new to share at all. Like, we don't have nothing riveting to share. No new information. No revelations. It's just the same old, same old. And I'm just like, well, this is dumb now because none of you niggas have new opinions. Y'all just really regurgitate what y'all heard from somebody else. And that's never really adding to any growth at all. It's just like, you don't even know what the fuck that means. And like I said, somebody that's been there, that's definitely been the overshare. It's like, what the fuck are we doing this for? Especially now when you start working for yourself, you'd be like, it's not really nothing that's in there for me unless I can really like make money for it. Now, I would say the TikTok, I just started realizing that TikTok was one of those mindless scrolling, like you can really get into like a... Yes. Like a TikTok tunnel. I was like, yep. oh, Where hell you no. You just sit there and just... And just scroll. Yeah. And you're just like, why can't I put my fucking phone down? I deleted it. It comes up every once in a while. But even the, when I went back on there yesterday, I just unfollowed a decent amount of people because I'm like, y'all ain't talking about nothing really new. Oh, see. That's one thing I don't do. Mm. And maybe I followed five people. Mm. And most of those people are my friends that like don't really post my algorithm is really just like oh well you search this and you watch a lot of these videos so we'll just keep showing you these and maybe you'll subscribe i think i've subscribed to like one random content creator this girl that's like it was in a like crazy art car accident Mm -hmm. and so like she can't really like walk and Hands are messed up, but she be like talking, telling jokes about it and shit like that. It just be more funny, and so I follow her because it's like I think that's funny. And then she was doing follow backs, and so I was like, yeah, I want to follow back. <laughs> and but outside of that, um, I've had some weird people follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how I got here. But they're on TikTok. There be like songs that are popular, like little snippets of a song, and then everybody would do their own like little version of a TikTok to it. I was following one of those songs, and then 
just so happened that a porn star happened to do uh, a version of it. And then that account followed my account. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, well, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't follow it back. And I was like, well, I don't need to do that. <laughs> this is unique. <laughs> Why did you follow me? Because I scrolled past your content? <laughs> all right, well, that's an interesting marketing strategy. That if I just follow, if my account set up to follow everybody that sees my shit, a lot of them will be like, oh, let me check this out and follow it. It makes sense. I'm not mad at it. I just was surprised. But yeah, so, but it's on my phone. I don't really, really go to it very often. I'd be too busy. Let me just be really honest. I have a lot of shit going on. Like, I have a full-time job. I got a side hustle that I got to go to for 45 hours a week. Like, I just got a lot going on. It's just not a lot of time to just spend there. Like, I'd be mad at myself if I'm, like, getting off of work at 8 and come home. And I'm like, well, shit, you ain't do nothing productive. But what I recognize about myself is yeah, I'm in kind of a conflict, which maybe I won't work on going to sleep earlier now that I'm thinking about it. I like to do stuff at like 11, 30, midnight. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of get my second creative win around then. Like that's when I finished editing a video last night and I was like, you were definitely supposed to go to bed. Like you got everything ready. You were all set. You did all the things you needed to do to go lay down at twelve ten. Why is it one thirty? Because you're sitting here editing a video, feeling completely fine, not tired, but you need to go to sleep. So now I had to make myself go to sleep, or I just stayed up and continued to like tweak on the video and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I finished it today, but I would have gotten it done yesterday <laughs> if I could have. I got one video done yesterday. I would have gotten both of them done yesterday, honestly. But. I don't think that social media provides me an information overload because I don't engage with it that way. But I thought you were going to talk more about, like, just how much content in general is put out. Oh, no, I will. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just asking you these preliminary questions. Don't worry. We're going to get to creativity and how much fucking content it is out there later on. But I thought I might. I had the flow in my head. Okay, well, go ahead. Let me not interrupt you. The little flowies going on in my brain's. But um, the amount of content is definitely way too much. But throughout all that information that you said, I know this might not be a personal issue for you, but do you see it in other people where it's like they don't know where to go without all of this information being dumped onto them or having to sift through it? They don't really know how to listen to themselves as much anymore or... um. Like you were saying earlier, like the sheeple. <laughs> um, Have you always seen that or has it gotten worse? No, it hasn't really gotten worse. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is, I feel like people feel like it's worse mm. because this is their generation's version of what's happening. Like, like MTV probably would have been like, the 80s issue or something. Not even that. Like, let's just go, let's go farther. Like, back when they were pa- panting out 
passing out pamphlets about communism mm. and demonizing that and making that the bane of the free world and pitting us against China and Cuba mm-hmm. and say that oh these communistic and um, I think it was the USSR at that point um, and be like they're completely evil propaganda is an economic system it has no real like function on people you could use any system to be evil but it was used so we could go to war, Cold War, blockade, stop trade with them, impose tariffs, all kinds of things. And it was just propaganda. And there was groups of people that were like, no, this ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm. Y'all are wild. Y'all are the ones that are, y'all are the problem or I'm focused on this over here. Shit. Another example, Muhammad Ali was someone that was like, nah, y'all want me to go over there and fight them, and they've never literally done anything. But y'all got the whole world up in arms mm-hmm. to go fight the vehicle. Vietnam War. He was like, nah, I'm kind of focused on what I'm doing, what y'all doing to me, and, and my shit. But he definitely recognized, hey, this y'all got everybody going to do that, and and be on both so I think that the, every era has had people that can see the bullshit for what it is and then the masses just kind of go along to get along yeah so I don't think that it's any more I mean we sent millions of people to war mm-hmm. we got millions of people doing dumb shit now alright well seems pretty the same <laughs> <laughs> same shit different day yeah um we just talk about it more. They didn't talk about it. Now they guess people, that's adding to the whole like information overload. Now we just now we got more opinions about opinions. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just an opinion about opinions about what's happening. Oh, they thought this, and I think this about what they think. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think I care about any of it. <laughs> But I would say, no, I don't necessarily see people like that because I don't surround myself with people like that. And since I'm not on social media in, like, a huge ton, I don't really come across a lot of, like, those type of people who are looking for that for guidance and things of that nature. Most of my friends are pretty grounded in who who they are in themselves. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say I have a huge interaction with it, but I do know that it's an issue. Me personally, I saw how much I was suffering from the comparison. Because, like, you'll have all these successful people, especially especially when you're trying to figure it out on your own. And you don't necessarily have a lot of people in your inner circle. Or even, I know one thing for me, it's not that I couldn't access the information from real life people. I had it have an issue with being in those newer circles I don't know if it's a part of me that just don't feel like it's worthy enough whatever but in that arena now I am like what is easier to get it's easier to go find the information online and to find somebody that you really resonate with and you might even pay for a course or something from them 
and look at their life and be like, well, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, what is going on here? Why am I not at this level? What is happening? And it really started taking an effect on me where I didn't realize what was going on. I started developing this, like, this attitude towards, I would say, a coldness inside of me. I do see a lot of people do that. Yeah. Look at social media and compare their lives to other people's and then be like, well, why am I not this? And then be very, like, down on themselves. That, right. I guess I've never had a problem with. Like, I do a lot of, like, looking at, like, very successful people's lives. But I've never internalized it like there is something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I guess that's mostly because my overall perspective is all the things that I've been doing are things that I wanted to be doing. So I never was really focused on that. So me being mad at myself for like not getting something that I wasn't trying to get don't make the most amount of sense to me. So it's like, all right, well, is this something that we want to get? <clears throat> and so now that it is, I think I'm judging myself more on like my actions going towards that. But that's also still not, like, against people in a negative way. It's more, or I see where people would got to by hard work and dedication. All right, well, how long did it take them? What year am I in, really? Why do I feel like I would have what they got right now if I'm in this year and they in that year? Right. It don't make a whole lot of sense. So, but I don't, but I can see how people don't necessarily do all of that, like, self-critique in the moment. They just feel bad about it. No, because something that I didn't really understand was that's like chapter 20 and you're on chapter five. <laughs> you don't realize that. You don't understand. You know it. Like I said, it's something in me that knows that keeps striving over and over and over again. I wake up every day and I just keep striving for whatever this is that needs to be expressed. And... I don't know where it's going to lead me. I don't even know if I'm going to make a whole bunch of money off of it or a little bit of money off of it. But I know I can't give up on it. But when you see other people doing the things that you just like, oh, well, I'm interested in this. or I'm interested in like dating, for example. I'm interested in dating this type of man. And it's like, you're just dripping in these type of niggas. And I'm like, I don't ever get these type of niggas. What the fuck is going on? So then that makes you be like, huh, I should probably buy a course or fucking five. And then you, after you did all that stuff, you'd be like, I'm still not where it is what's the thing and then you realize oh wait you don't have enough experience on your phone <laughs> these things take time that's what they never tell you like they never tell you how much time you really got to be invested into something before you start seeing like the real results that you've been working so hard for they never factor in time ever and i hate that for people they never tell you how much time it takes to accomplish a thing See, for me, I never really worry about the time. It's always about me being realistic about how intentional I've been about what it is I say I want. Mm -hmm. Have I been really intentional about going after it, pursuing it, and treating it like it's the main goal? If the answer is yes, then I'm usually pretty happy with like myself, even if I'm not at the level that I want to be at yet. Because now I'm working towards it. If the answer is no, I'm like, well, do you really want it? If the answer is yes, is are we going to start working towards it? 
Yeah, but I don't ever get like <clears throat> down like damn. Why don't I have it? It's because I guess I always know the answer. The answer is you haven't done the work. Mm. If the answer is always me, there's never anything to get frustrated with. It just means do the work because I guess I don't ever think of myself as incapable. Now, if I felt incapable of doing it and then the answer was me, I might feel more dissuaded from tasks or pursuing things where it's like, damn, I don't feel like I'm able to do this and I'm the reason that it, I'm not at the level that I want to be at. Maybe that would make me feel bad, but I don't ever feel like that. It's, it's always, all right, well, you aren't doing the things you need to be doing. So we're going to do them? Yes. All right, well, then do them and things will get better. If you don't do them, you're going to be here. Yeah, I've never been an inaction person. I'm a scientist for real. If I, if I look at you and you say, do this, do this, and you'll get that, I'm going to try it out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, know where, I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know what the results is really going to be, but I'm going to try it out. And that's a thing that I really love about myself. Hmm. Let's try this out for size and see where this will take me. But once you do the thing and then you don't get the immediate results, you're like, well, what the fuck? I want to be at this. Like, don't get me wrong. I've definitely seen some successes, but I think I put the expectations so high that I didn't get, say, if I get, you get a thousand dollars when really the goal is 10, you're like, well, why didn't I get at least 999,000? I did what what you said give me now <laughs> right fucking now because you got it and now I fucking want it so yeah. mine's is more so like I'm never a like a too timid on putting in action or something like I said some situations are slower than others absolutely so you is just really impatient yeah I'm just like well what the fuck what is what is happening so you never consider so yeah I guess it's just your, your lack of consideration for their time like I guess I don't ever need them to tell me that how long it took them because I I guess the people that I follow I can see it mm-hmm. like I've I've been watching you for like years and so I see where you were at before what you were doing before how things looked before and how they look now what the evolution of that is and so it's it's always shown me that alright well when you're ready for it you're gonna have to put in the work and it's gonna not look the way that you wanted to look in the beginning. It's going to require more work than you thought it was, and you want to go from there. And so, I've always been been okay with that, and okay with the hey, you aren't doing the work, and that's because right now maybe I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea that I like the idea of things a lot, mm-hmm. but I know what I'm passionate about because I dive into it. If I don't dive into it, it's generally because I just like the idea. Mm. It takes me, I know what I like instantly, pretty much. I don't, me and ideas, it's not that I don't have good ideas. I just let them sit there. Be like, hey, do you really want to put your effort into this? And if the answer is no, I ain't got a problem with that. Just trying to pick up 15 million sticks and put them into fire. I ain't never really had a big problem with that if it didn't resonate with me same thing like falling in love like I know when I love somebody I could feel it in every part of my being and I just always want to be there for them and do all other things first of all I'm just like yeah you're okay I know that I know when I get that feeling and that be my 
that'd be my stick. I might have two or three sticks, but I never got five, six, or seven. That's never been me. Can never keep up with that fucking pace. But I can keep up with my two or three. I know that much because I know that feeling I get when I'm really into something. And usually the idea never really goes away. Something always kind of bring me back for it. But like say you'll see <laughs> just Instagram teachers or whatever, YouTube, whatever. And I haven't been following you. I'm a big knower in that when I set an intention, I want to learn about what's my newest thing. I wanted to learn about guilt. And how that, like, manifests in your body and blah, 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 blah. I know when them teachers come. I know when I get the book for it. I know when I get the meditation for it. And if you look at those teachers be like, I wasn't following you from point A to wherever you are now. I didn't follow you through that. I just see where you're at now. You've seemed to absolve yourself of a lot of guilt, sir. How did we get here? No, I need this to happen now because now you look like you got it right now. So I want it right fucking now. <laughs> Yeah, I want it right fucking now. <laughs> Give it right now. No, there's See, nothing else. I'm impatient <laughs> in a lot of ways, but not when it comes to myself and what I'm trying to attain. Mm-hmm. I'm more, I guess, grounded in the reality of myself. I might want something right now, but the reason I don't have it is because I didn't do the work. Mm. Work harder. So, for, like I said, for me, it always circles back to I want this right now. Huh? Are you, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Fucking off. All right. So, who you mad at? <laughs> oh, you know what? I guess I should work harder. Yeah, huh? So, it's, it's, for me, it's very circular thinking that at this point, I don't even like give it a second glance, but I also think that most people have the scope and ability to do like two primary things. Be that, and most of the time it's like a job and then like trying to make a family. Mm-hmm. But for other people, like for me, I know that like when I'm working, it's hard for me to do creative work and have the type of gym schedule the inconsistency that I would like I want to go for like three to four hours out the day I don't necessarily have the time to do that and get all my creative goals accomplished and then also be at this job for nine to ten hours out the day it's just not and go to sleep. He <laughs> said, don't let me forget about sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we just say I did 10 hours at work, four hours of going to the gym, and then six hours of sleep, that's 20 hours. And then there's an hour of travel for work. Now we're at 21. Then I got to, you know, cook food, eat, take my dogs out, things like that. So... These other three hours, 180 minutes, it's not the most available time to, like, really get into, like, a real flow of creativity. Not at all. So I think people usually have the scope to do two things that they're going to dedicate large chunks of time to. Now, you could break it into, like, maybe four or five things if you're doing, like, 
everything gets four hours but if something's taking up an eight hour chunk you have like another four to six hours that you can dedicate to something else mm-hmm. like real seriously before you start having to do like sleep and shit like that because even at eight hours if you do another six on something you're at 14 still got the at least six hours of sleep would be nice most people like oh you should get eight well that means you have 12 hours to do things and that's not a lot if you work 10 hours a day then you have two hours (laughs) to go to the gym or try and be creative or take your dog out so you have to sacrifice somewhere so sleeping is going to sacrifice a little bit and if you want to add in more then you're going to have to sacrifice more sleep and maybe you can go down to four hours of sleep and then you got um, another six hours to try and play with but again like I said there's hour travel in that so yeah that's something a reality this you know spirit was like you're like yeah it feels like you've lost a lot like you've given up a lot but you've still got more to really sacrifice with complacency like the integrity towards yourself not doing what you say you're gonna do when you're gonna do it not sticking to your own plans you letting yourself down for real like yeah you're really good he was like don't get me wrong they was you know you could trust you getting into stuff do it but how consistent are you are with giving yourself for what you need like just simple things like me and sugar me being on the the diet that i'm on now i never realized like how addicted to sugar and bread that i really am too and the times when i'm not eating I'm realizing just how much of a crutch and how much of an emotional eater I was because during all this birthday stuff and trying to get all everything together for Riley, all I wanted was like sweets and like cakes and chips because you usually eat chips when you're kind of angry about something or, you know, you want comfort. So you probably eat a cake or whatever. And I, it just make you sit with that and be like, you, you can't escape anymore. You cannot escape into the things that you want to. And that was another set. Clearly at the time, I wasn't willing to give up. It was like, well, give up more. Sorry if you think that. It was like, no, we you know, definitely understand. You've given up a lot. And awesome. Good job. But think about how much more you really have to give up. And not even just tangible things in your physical reality. Your mental state. The sacrifices that you got to make delving deep inside of yourself inside of your mind to the things that you be hiding from yourself those are sacrifices as well that I didn't realize like there's still more work to be done and I know how hard it is believe me but the drag when you be like I can't take it anymore give me what's owed to me <laughs> nah ain't nothing owed to me but what I work for yeah <coughs> what I really work for like just doing a little bit of work and going to get it done I had to let go of the bargaining somebody talk about bargaining with God like doing things like we always talk about like you're not really are you really a good person if you're doing things for when you want to get something in return you want the accolades you want the approval and your ego would do that a lot because you've done this then I need to get this and consistently like you gotta remind yourself 
constantly what you're doing it for and the answer is because you have to there's nothing else inside of you that could do anything other than what you're doing right now in this moment and i had to let go of the bargaining i remember the first time this dude said that david r hawkins talked about like you can't bargain with god like you can't hide from it you can't try to rationalize rationalize yourself out of it you can't think that you're gonna get something out of this you just have to do it just because ain't no other choice for you don't look for any more don't look for any more anything to come your way release that shit it serves you none any no more it doesn't what comes after it is none of your business just do what you said you were gonna do do what your heart leading you to and that's it you ain't got nothing else to worry about very simple be very simple in your approach but speaking of creativity the information overload since we see a lot about algorithms and pushing out content for the sake of content how do you think that shaped our creativity and our culture i think it's good you think so yeah all right um i think that there's millions of people putting out content every day and yet, I generally watch the same few people. And when someone else puts out something good, someone else who has watched them that has seen that, they're like, oh, this is some pretty good content. You should probably check that out. So I feel like cream usually rises to the top. So having a lot of people put out creativity, I think is better than the alternative where it's like a boundary to people being able to be creative like you're not you don't have that opportunity yeah <clears throat> I think it's better for more people to have the opportunity to be creative than not to well, I agree with you on that part <clears throat> but the sheer volume of it makes it less unique I'll say that much because I look at, like, I think I brought this up before, the design of cars. All these cars look the fucking same. Every car is trying to look like a fucking Tesla. <laughs> but I guess, in my mind, people are looking for creativity in the wrong areas, so. How so? Designing the car ain't creative? It is. But the goal is to make money. Mm-hmm. The goal wasn't to be creative. The goal is to make money. Through your creativity. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. Mm -mm. How else are you going to sell a car if it don't Copy look the good? more popular one and make our version of it. That's how. It's not to make money through being creative. Mm -hmm. The goal is to make money. Y'all, you can't go to entities that their goal is to be profitable and be like, well, y'all aren't creative. No, we're not. But we're then you never used money. to be like that. Like it used to be a distinction, like a good distinction between cars. Like you would see, be like, oh, that's this, that's that, because I know how this is shaped and I know how this is shaped. You used to be able to see that. Now you can't anymore. Is when people were focused on being creative. That's when creativity and brand identity was the goal. Mm -hmm. When it was, hey, you know a Chevy when you see a Chevy. Right. Versus when you ride a Ford or when you have a Dodge. Like, there is that whole thing of, like, are you a Chevy guy or are you a Dodge guy? Are you a Ford guy? Like, that was, like, a whole dichotomy. Once they established and got all the people that they needed, 
now whatever is trending the most is what we make. Right. That wasn't always the case because, like you said, the sheer volume of people has now exploded. Everybody has an opinion on something. You, We are risking our opinions being experienced a different way, positively or negatively. So now we get to play it safe. So how is that breeding more good creativity if but you always trying to play it safe? Or I don't think that people are always trying to play it safe. I think that it depends on where you're going. If you're going to companies and businesses whose goal is to make money, then yes, you're finding people who are trying to play it safe. Mm-hmm. IDK is not playing it safe when it comes to creativity and music. Mm-hmm. It's not looking to be wildly famous. Can't be. Not with what he's doing. There's creativity there. And it's good. Now, is it going to be as profitable as some of his contemporaries? Not at all. Is he going to reach the same heights and be able to do some of the same things? No. But is it creative for the sake of creativity? Most likely. It's, I just don't, I don't go to people who are goal is to make money and look at them like, why aren't y'all being creative? No, I wasn't asking them, why aren't you being creative? It was just an example of a bigger issue that I saw. I know. That somebody was just, for me, like I said, if the goal will always be to be to make money no matter how big or small you are only. We not escaping that. And if your goal ain't to make money, then you won't make money. That's it. But if you get into the industries like we are in right now, your goal is to make money. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what, how you try to put spin it or put it. Your goal could be to make money, but remain as creative as possible. Instead. So let's, perfect example of this. Wiz and Currency. Mm-hmm. They came up together. Currency has been with Lil Wayne, got projects with them, could have gone the same way as Wiz and been megastar. It's not what he wanted. He decided to, yeah, I'm going to still make money, still have nice houses and the cars that I want. And so, like you said, it's still for the pursuit of money. But he puts out projects that aren't going to go mainstream and be on the radio or hit a lot of playlists. But there's no lack of artistic integrity in any of them. No, that's not the... I guess... Sure, there's lots of people that are putting out creative content. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm focused on, that's like being, it's like the new social media. Mm-hmm. You niggas, it's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Instead of being worried about the niggas saying dumb shit on social media, now the focus is, well, there's too many people saying shit and being creative. How about you worry about your creativity? Who gives mm-hmm. a fuck about theirs? If yours is good enough, it'll get to where it needs to go. It hasn't stopped any of these other people who've gotten to where they need to go in today's current field where there's all this fuck shit. So it don't matter. I guess that's, for me, that's why I was like, no, we've got all these examples of people who are wildly just focused on creativity that are still successful. And so for me, all the other bullshit, it, it don't matter. 
They just like their social media people. Everybody's doing it for attention. Mm-hmm. I'm a content creator because that's a popular thing right now. I'm on social media because that's where my popularity is right now. It's the same shit. Being worried about people doing that. Yeah, no, I don't think it. No, I think that people, could, like I said, overconsumption of media, I think that can happen. But I don't think there's too many content creators. I feel like. Like I said, I think that it's better that the door is open to everybody and everybody has the oppor- <clears throat> excuse me, opportunity to be a content creator because then you get some really amazing people that you probably wouldn't have gotten. Like, I would say that teching from Western PA, middle of fucking nowhere, would have probably ended up like his mom or dad just working in a factory and just doing that if it wasn't for technology and content creation and him just deciding to make videos. He rose through a lot of other people that decided to make videos. And I think that for everyone in him, yeah, you get other people that are wildly successful that make bullshit content. We could point to like a PewDiePie or Logan Paul, Jake Paul. But I would say that their content is probably better than what you're giving it credit for. It's just not in your taste. That I will agree with. The other side of it is that all this information to me does what going to school for music does. Sure, you could go to school and study your ass off about how to make music. Absolutely. What happens when you're training because of all that information you get out gets in the way of something that you just need to make? And you can't make it correctly. Not saying this happens to everybody, but it does happen. All this information now, because you gotta follow all these rules and all this bullshit that you didn't put in your fucking head about your own music. Expressing that, I see. I think that's the person's problem. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the information's problem. I think that's a you problem. Like, you don't know how to di- differentiate ideas from yourself. Like, a good artist is going to steal great ideas and then piece them together to make whatever they're going to, like, transform that into. Mm-hmm. But you being like, well, they did it this way and I got to do it that way, that's a you issue. That's not the issue of the creator that made the piece of content that you consumed. You went out there and consumed all this. So I think that goes back on the person. It's like... But we don't have nothing. There's no... They try to put pseudo, like... You've been on your phone for too long. They try to put these pseudo, you know, boundaries up, but no one's really taking the responsibility to put them out there. No, you are. You take your own responsibility. Why are we getting rid of self-accountability? What's happening? But no, no, no. Be accountable for yourself. Yeah, you're right. What you mean? But talk about no, no one else is telling you that you need to stop doing this. It's your life. You just got to be accountable and. If you going to let other people say that this is the only way that it's done and let that paralyze you, then you just stuck. Or you going to say, well, that's the way that they did it and it was successful and I'm going to do it 
part of their way and I'm going to take some of the other things that I see from this other person that I like and they say something totally, say something totally different. Mm-hmm. Or you try and be a carbon copy, but you just being paralyzed is, is on you. No one else is, I guess, responsible for like policing your consumption and like how you internalize that. If you recognize that, hey, I, as, when I take in ideas, it stops me from being creative. Taking less ideas, then. Trust yourself more. Work, focus on that. Hey, maybe I need to work on, like, reading some books about trusting myself more. Or talk to a therapist. Maybe not read a book because you might get stuck in the one way that it says to trust yourself more. Because, hey, we don't know how far you want to take it. So maybe you and a therapist can, like, work these things out. But I don't think that's a content issue. Mm-hmm. Like, content is a tool. And for me, I rarely, I rarely blame the tool for it being utilized incorrectly. Okay. Enjoying his leisurely time. You gotta get out. <laughs> no, I had to kick him out the other day because I was just doing way too much. What else does lady be saying? I don't like her. She, she, she gotta excuse you. Where her accountability at? What's her she... name? She what? <laughs> no, let me be very clear. You can go watch the fucking video, to be honest with you. But I always take it like, oh, she brought up these kind of valuable points. Like, is it is it true to your authentic self? I think we already got that. I was going to talk about the algorithm. Didn't do... I sort of did, because I watched Mrs. Davis. Um, And then I put some of my st- questions in there, too. So it's kind of a mixture. Gotcha. But her whole thing was, is it harder to tune into who you really are? That was her point. Oh. And we've discussed that thoroughly, so my she issue thinks it's harder. Yeah, that's my issue. It's like she thinks it's harder, be- but that I guess. But it's clearly harder because <laughs> motherfuckers is more lost more than ever. No, but not. that's okay. You don't. Why do we think-, think people are lost more than ever? Because we keep seeing the steady rise of niggas using therapy speak of more people trying to get into therapy more than ever. If it wasn't no issue, then it wouldn't be this rising spike of self-care and you should go to therapy and you're a gaslighter, you're a narcissist. Clearly, there's a fucking issue (laughs) that is needing to be resolved. And I don't think that all the content is helping people in the way Sure, you might get your golden eggs. Not everybody, like you said, there's going to be a few people that could just be like, all right, well, this is a tool for me and I just need to use it as it may. But a lot of people won't because like you explained, they just, you just going to fall in line with what's going on and what the problem is presented in front of you. And I don't think the sheer amount of content we had is going to help. I've seen like... Like I said, my own personal experiences with it, how it's been detrimental to me. And I know it got to be detrimental to other people that can't even get to this level to admit that it is a problem. They're just going to keep doing it. And I get that that's not, that that is an individual thing and that you don't care or anything like that. But coming from somebody that experienced it more, I was like, oh, wait, this is a fucking problem. And I need to rein it in on myself. 
Exactly. You need to rein it in on yourself because you recognize it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Not anyone else told you. Not a fucking phone warning. Not a video that pops up and says, hey, you've been on YouTube too long. Hey, you've been on this social media too long. You and yourself say, hey, you know what? This isn't providing for me the things that I'm looking to be provided with. Let me change my behavior. Which is so strange from, well, maybe not, maybe that's not fair to say. From somebody like you that's always trying to give like people good advice and then to be like, oh, no, this is a you problem. It is. It's just like, oh. Yeah, because I don't think that they should have to take it. Mm -hmm. I give good advice because I recognize that a lot of the times no one gave good advice. And it could have been helpful just to have that. But I also am completely comfortable with no one taking it and doing exactly what the fuck they want to do. Because at the end of the day, it is a you problem. And... I give advice selfishly to people that I enjoy talking to and that I've decided that I I like you, so I'm going to impart something that I think is valuable. It's not out of a sense of, hey, I think that everybody needs to know this. If I'm not really fucking with you, I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. Like, for me, it's Could there be more information for people? You know what? You're right. I do think it's important for people to know things like that. But I don't think it's a responsibility. Mm. And I think that's the difference. For you, it seems like you feel like it's a responsibility of... No. That's what it sounds like. Well, who's going to fix it then? I don't think it's... Outside of self. I don't think it's anyone's responsibility. I was just noticing the changes that it had on people. To say that I'm like, oh, I'm trying to fix it. It's like, well, you keep trying to, it seemed like you were saying like, just putting out the content. It's nobody's fault but yours that it's all out there. And I'm like, well, these niggas know what they're doing by encouraging more people to put out more shit. (laughs) And that's why I'm like, well, how could you say that? Like, clearly there's an agenda, not to be conspiratorial, but the more content, the better. The more your attention, attention is become so fucking valuable now it has risen in cost your attention is a currency it's always been a currency but now more than ever it's gone up like gold I would say that's and I know that's the nature of the game no, but it's that's escalating what, what advertisers would want this isn't what they want how so why wouldn't the if advertiser want more get, eyes on their product they do mm-hmm. but if I can get all the eyes on my product from this one source where all the eyes are at, like the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's why the Super Bowl costs so much because they know all the eyes are going to be there in one place. That's what they want. All the eyes in one place. This aggregate of where the eyes are just spread all over, now they have to go and try and be like, all right, well, hopefully your content gets me the eyes for my thing. And hopefully I can add these eyes and then these eyes over here and then these eyes and then they make a big enough number for me to hit my goal. They would much rather for it to be, hey, I can go to this one place where all the eyes are at. Mm. Give them the monies and I know everybody going to see this. The Super Bowl is a prime example of, hey, I know everybody go with it. It get 
spread every single year consistently. Why? Because everybody watches it. People who like football, people who don't like football, people who don't like football watch it for the commercials so advertisers know that, hey, it's such a thing that they're going to watch this just so they can see us advertise to them. Mm -hmm. That's where they want to go. Not to this disparate group of just like fucking everybody but they got to make it work we got to give you a thousand dollars to promote us and then give this other creator a thousand dollars to promote us but if you were the main creator that was the spokesperson for drop shipping and did no one else hold a candle to you you'd be getting all the money mm. they wouldn't be going to anybody else because that would be the most beneficial to them you have those so yes they do want the most eyes but if it could be in a more consistent form that would be better mm-hmm so yeah, bigger platforms get more money, but that's because, like you said, they have more of the eyes, but they would like the eyes to all be in one place. That's why cable television was so important for a while. Because when you didn't have other options of streaming and things like that, that's where all the eyes were. Right. Everybody's watching this. We'd like all the eyes to be in one spot. This, I mean, I guess you can say a lot of the eyes are on YouTube, but then that's not necessarily true. There's eyes there. There's eyes on Instagram. There's eyes on TikTok. So you have to try and pay everybody and get in bed with everybody. And Which they don't seem to have a problem for it because I mean, no, because know. you gotta, they gonna, you're going to do what you got to do to keep your shit moving and make this money. Right. Your marketing is where you spend the most of your money. So yeah. they don't really, I don't, I don't, I get what you're saying. Like it'd be better for them, but they don't, I don't know if they seem to have a problem with being like, I don't mind being on TikTok because they just go where the trains go. That's fine. Let them have it. Um, like I said, I just noticed that there is a clear, I noticed it in myself first, so I'm not admonishing nobody, but clearly there is an uh, an overconsumption problem that i had to learn how to rein the fuck in because i got lost not so much lost in the sauce but like you start to feel like oh not only does it get boring but then like when you get into information is cool for when you don't have a lot of action and you just kind of sitting there consuming things. And that's the same thing with TikTok. When you just be mindlessly scrolling and putting information into your head, it's not good for action. And I hope that if someone's listening, don't overstuff your brain with information. Get into your action. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I don't have anything positive like that to say you niggas don't be doing shit no way I'm not speaking to everybody I'm speaking to the niggas that know when it's time to put in action and if you are getting a little scared and hesitant I've been there I know what it's like you got all this bullshit that you've been told for so many years you can't do it you don't want to do it you ain't got this you ain't got that no matter how you got that information it doesn't matter do away with it learn to be a beginner Cause that is what you really afraid of. <laughs> You're afraid Maybe to just I'll begin. work on compassion for people. I think are. Nah. Because I feel like that's what I have a lack of right now. There's no compassion. I just don't understand how this is 
Well, I got to have it for the people because I have it for myself. So I I would ask you, where could you give yourself more compassion if you can't give it to other people? If you feel like it's just so fucking hard to give, you might have a compassion problem for yourself. But (laughs) I don't I guess I don't feel bad, though. I guess like. No, it's to say that I feel bad for people is not it. No, 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 no. Because you got to have an emotionality about that. Bad for myself. You said, where's the compassion for me? Yeah. I don't feel any like negativity. I guess my compassion is in my rationality. Like when I was saying I you don't have the thing that this person has that you want. I guess the compassion is acknowledging well you haven't done the work in that and what you need to do is to do, to do the work in that and that will put you on the path of getting that. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh you're unable and incapable of doing it and so I don't beat myself down so I guess that's where my compassion is mm. but I don't I have a lack of compassion for people who aren't self aware like I feel like there's no need for me to be compassionate about your situation because you recognize I don't like this this doesn't feel good this isn't serving me let me change it so I can be proud and inspired by your decision making. Mm-hmm. I compassion for people who don't know that they need to change or just consistently stay at a place that doesn't feel good. Cause I've been there. It helps me go. It helps me go. <laughs> it helps me relinquish the. The condemnation and the judgment because I have a propensity for that. Not saying you do, but okay. I have a propensity to be judgmental. If they come and they say, you know, why am I not moving forward in this? Oh, you know, you probably just a little bit of this and that. And I've learned how to, even when you say you might be scared, people go, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. It's like my teacher taught me this. He said, you got to remember who you talking to because when you say things like you must be scared you talking to the part of them that is scared and they're hiding so of course they're gonna get on the defense you gotta learn how to say things a little bit differently to get them to see what you're saying if you get to that point um so that's why when i see them that's why i'm like well you're scared it's okay to be scared just admit it and then some people go back here you're right maybe i was a little hesitant here maybe i was a little scared there maybe like that's okay no, you can move forward now. Do what it is that you want to do. That's what helps me talk to people better. It helps me relinquish, well, this is what you should be doing and this is what I'm doing. Da, da, da. I'm like, I don't know you. I know the God in you because I see it in me. So I can't keep saying that that I am God and God is in everything and God is love when I see the exact same thing in every person that I meet. And guess what? They got the same potentialities as you did. I don't know what made us do this different things, but I know you can do it if you really want to. <laughs> so that's what makes me go, okay, I can leave my emotions out of it now because I'm constantly learning how to leave my judgments and how to leave my emotions out of it and just accept people for who they are and not try to change them, not try to make them any better, not trying to see what you could do better, what you could do worse. None of that. I had to learn that for myself. Yeah, I guess that's where it's different for me. I don't really have any judgments on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't mind like giving critique or advice or something like that. Usually it's solicited or the conversation is steered that direction. But um, 
I don't ever feel like I'm lacking in like I don't feel like I judge anyone that isn't doing the things that they need to do. Mm-hmm. If they come to me, I'm gonna tell them. I might say you're scared, and they might be like, "No, I'm not." I'm gonna say, "Okay." I'm not going to try and convince you that you're scared. You don't have to believe that. I'm comfortable with that. I don't care. So I think that you want to help them more. And so you want to convince them. And so you need to find an approach in which they'll be accepting of the information. If they come to me first. Yeah. For me, if you come at me first, I'm going to tell you the reality of the situation. Yeah, you gotta ask if for you advice. don't like that and you need it to be presented with sugar on top I'm probably not the one for you but no all the advice that I give is generally solicited for I don't just like go and like hey come here let me tell you about your shit no people be talking to me about what's going on and then I just say well have you thought about doing this what about this? Have you considered it? Well, why are you choosing to do that? And then a lot of it's rooted in, well, this is what people said I should do. Well, what do you want to do? What does that look like? Have you considered doing these things to like make that happen? And so just like more exploratory like conversation. And like I said, sometimes people listen and leave the state and now live in a whole other state with their family and are doing that out there. Or other people don't and continue to move forward in the life that they decided that they wanted mm-hmm. either one is okay with me you just can't you gotta be okay with it and so I guess that's my biggest thing if you're not okay with it I don't want to hear about it after a while I don't have any judgments on it I think you made the wrong decision if you're not okay with it but that's not really a judgment it's just more an observation of like your expression you seem upset by this so it doesn't really seem like you made a decision that you're happy with I don't particularly care that you didn't make a decision that you're happy with because it doesn't really affect me, but it doesn't seem like you did. You might have been better served doing so. But I don't know. I'm not in a rush to like make people understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I feel like I'm put here for those who get it, get it, and those who don't, don't. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to, like, twist myself to, like, give you a new version of me. No. I'm going to give you me in totality advice the way that I would give it and the way as I see things. And the ones that that works for we usually have a great conversation. And the ones that don't, they disagree. And I usually let the conversation fizzle out because I'm not here to try and convince you. I'm comfortable in you not agreeing with me. I wasn't a teacher for you. Yeah. I'm not everybody's teacher. And I don't want to be. That sounds like a heavy responsibility. Um, 
I just learned how to be better with people. And the compassion part helped out a lot because <laughs> it just gave me room to give more to it to myself. And therefore, it relinquished all that bullshit that I was projections I was putting on other people. And I learned how to communicate with people in an effective way rather than trying to, you should do this. You can choose to do what you want at the end of the day. If it's God in me, it's God in you. And it's going to lead you exactly where you need to be. And I trust that with everything that I have. If you ask me for advice, I'll try to give you the best advice that I can. In the most effective way that I can. And that's it. I don't care if it seems like I'm trying to convince you. If you ask me for help, clearly you want to be convinced. So, let me try. If you ask me my fucking advice, then you want to be convinced. Or maybe sometimes you just want to fucking argue about what you think it is that you already know. That's also cool, too. But if you ask me, you clearly want something. That something in you is asking, hey, change my mind. All right, let's try. And if I see you not open, cool, you right. You can win that one. But... I just notice these things in people because I notice them in myself. That's all. I don't, I don't think that they're not in people. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's not in me to, get, I have to, to give it to you. You got to find a book for that. <laughs> or bump it down the road. Like the one-legged man. Oh, is there any more? Are we? No more. I'm done. Well, look at that. Well, I guess we're bumping this episode down the road like the one-legged man. This has been, you know, me and Ash over here just not agreeing because she want to help people and be kind. It's not the right answer. This nigga, all he ever do is talk about helping. Never mind. He doesn't talk about helping his community, but he do want to take over the world. If that's not the biggest fucking stroke of good I've ever heard even if it don't sound good you want to control people because you believe that you know is best for them because you want to see them go in a at least stable direction yes that is the biggest fucking act of compassion I've ever heard in my life but I don't want to be a bleeding heart and talk to these niggas about it yo you niggas with this whole I'm so cool being kind is fucking corny like shut up it's so fucking childish (laughs) at this point it's not being kind isn't corny I'm so cool I'm so fucking cool talking about (laughs) it and doing the lip service is corny uh huh if you don't have the power of control and influence you can do all the talking in the world. You might change four people's perspectives. That might make you feel real good inside. But then now you're doing that to feel real good inside. I'm trying to make real fucking effective change. Fucking because you care about people. Yeah, no, that's true. But if I do <laughs> something that's real effective and give everybody a change, I've done more good than you. But it's like... You keep saying good and kind as if they are fucking curse words when you want to do the most kindest act of all no, humanity. No, no. I think that being nice is trash. I don't think being kind is a problem. Mm-hmm. Being nice is garbage. No, because it People was People are like, nice for no reason. You're nice and listening to their issues. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be nice to you. I want to be kind and figure out a way that you don't have an issue anymore. 
But the downplay of kindness. Oh, as you sound like you so fucking kind and compassionate over there with your compassionate ass. Yeah. Nigga, what? <laughs> yes. Says the dude that believes he can store all of humanity in the right way when he sees fit. Yes. There is some form of compassion in there. You just think that it it's is. not because. No, you're right. It is. <laughs> I agree that it is compassionate. Uh-huh. So to I say that you're that not she... a compassionate person, it's just fucking weird. No, no, no. I lack compassion for the person, mm-hmm. individuals. <sighs> Don't come to me as an individual telling me no dumb shit because then I'm going to hold you accountable and then we're going to have to get into accountability. But what I want to do on a large scale is remove a lot of the issues that put you in this space to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an act of kindness for you stupid niggas. <laughs> Y'all kill me with that shit. But Y'all go swear up, up and down all day. Caring about humans is fucking corny. No, no. It's like shut up. Caring yeah. about them without money is corny. Mm-hmm. I guess let me let me be more accurate. Caring about them without the money to do anything to really change it is corny. No, that's like everybody else. Everybody is a bleeding fucking heart without the no one, ability to change shit. When do you have to shit. give money to be kind to somebody? You don't have to. If I ask Being you, being kind help, to somebody don't do shit, and that's the I problem. And that's why help, we talk about y'all like that. But if because I what ask, y'all talking about is so fucking minute, and it don't move the needle. It just don't. And it never fucking will your money will not move the needle because humanity just keeps bouncing right back and forth and it's like well you don't see that for every fucking height that you have there's a fucking fall there's it's always gonna happen so for you to say that money would solve this problem it's dumb because there's plenty of instances where if i asked you for help and i really need your help and it didn't have nothing to do with money but it would change my life completely what does that say about money that it is not up at the top to affect any type of change like that what help would involve money that would change your life completely Hmm? what help that doesn't involve money would change your life completely I don't know. I ain't got no problems like that right now. There's none. 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 None <laughs> exists in the way society is created as it currently fucking exists. So the encouraging words that you give to people all the time, like you said, you give them empowerment. That involves some money? No, it didn't. It, it just involved it, you saying, I recognize that you have a problem. Let me try to help you solve it. That didn't involve no exchange of somebody putting no cash up in, nobody giving you a penny for your thoughts. Nothing. It just involved you saying, Oh, but Damn, no money is needed for it to happen. For them to affect change, no, but yeah, exactly. not no, for no, no. you to help them get to their next step. No, that was a secondary thing. That wasn't the first thing. No, money was involved in that too. No, it wasn't. I needed money to be able to understand that. Oh my God. What? <laughs> if I didn't have money and I wasn't in the position that I was in, mm-hmm. then I probably wouldn't recognize the things that I recognize. No, your experiences got to where you were to recognize my all that shit. experiences were funded by money. Some of them were not, not all of them, but some of them were, and some of them was not. Um, not every fucking experience was. So the time that your mom, it? the time that your mom, let me give you an example. The time that your mom raised you from one to whatever she fucking stopped, where was your money involved? Your personal money. Nothing. You had to depend on somebody else to give you all these experiences, good and bad. No, but it was. Which helped shape who you became to no, as an but adult. but it was surrounded by money because there was a lack of money and resource in the household. So that did shape who I was as an adult. But there was a context of money. In no point in this society, the way that it's set up, is money not involved. I didn't say it wasn't involved. It's just not the most important thing to affect it, change. It, that's what you think that's the tippy top. It, no, it's not. In this society, it is. <laughs> and that's... 
But what do they got to do constantly? What change did my mother affect that didn't come from money? When she was able to give me a better life, it's because she paid to go to college and get a better job. You want to know why? Because she had the mindset to go, hmm, I should probably give me and my son a better life. No. Where the fuck did money come into that? She knew she had to use her resources it, it to came get there. From yes. Her parents. They didn't have no money either. They did. I'm assuming they didn't have a whole bunch. <laughs> they had a decent bit. They were all right. But they were the ones who told them, you got to go to college. It was very little thought involved in them choosing to go to college. It was all for the pursuit of money. You go here because you'll make good money. The decision was based off of making money. Which was a mindset thing, no matter how it, negative yes, but or it's positive. It's focused on money. If the mind, sure, it's a mindset, but it's about a financial gain which is all the mindsets lead to if you're trying to obtain something substantial if you're trying to get to a place that you feel comfortable it roots in money that's not the root of it the root of it is your mindset the secondary thing is the money no yes because why would you even want to go after it that i want to be happy That doesn't have to be rooted in money. Sure. Mm-hmm. But to generally gain the things that would probably sustain life and provide for the bare necessities of happiness in the way society is currently constructed right now require money. So you sure exactly. you wanted to be happy needs money. <laughs> It does. It's I want to be happy. Need. You know, it is. It's not at the top. Because I can't get to fucking happiness without money. Mm. So that's why it's a primary thing. Because no, you can't. Okay, how are you going to get happy if you have zero money? You go, you go and use your resources around like niggas that live in fucking tunnels in New York. I don't know if them niggas is happy, but they making it work. That's not happiness. That. No, no, we're not talking about. How can no, we, we say that? Going to happiness. You, that. Oh, you said so you don't know. Point to somebody. Man. No, no. no how do I know somebody. they not happy? You said I, no. I want you to tell me about someone who is happy without a whole bunch of money. With, no, no, with no money. You said with. We said it's not money. Money funds all of it. If it's not, even if it's not a lot of money. I'm just saying you need the bare basic amount of money to live and that could be happiness for you. You could make $400 a month. Rent is $100. Groceries for the month is $100. Your bills is $100. And you spend $100 on bullshit and you are the happiest person in the world. This is minimalistic, but it's still funded by money. Do I know these people personally? Because you need to pay bills. You need to buy food. You're not going to be happy if your bare minimum resources aren't provided for. And when they are provided for by other people, that's because they were given money. At no point does this society allow us to operate without money. So acting like the main thing isn't money just seems silly. Yes, all these other things are wildly important. But we can't really focus on them when we don't have money. Which I agree, but it's not the tippy top thing. It is not the number one thing. It may not even be number two thing. 
might be number three or four, but what they always constantly get you with to get the money or get your attention, if the money ain't, the buddy ain't it. It's just, like you said, the tool to enact to get something that you may want or need. But your attention and where you're placing that and how much somebody can get inside your mind that's what the that's what it is your mindset that can in turn get you money money is not everything that's why sometimes i like when like when we first started getting into business you was like well let me give you the money and then that's it that's all i wanted to do this is very first beginning a few years ago not now and i'm like once you now you get into business i said money ain't the top thing in these fucking businesses don't just shove money into my fucking face it's the running of it it's the your know-how it's the improving upon your skills money in business is like 30 percent of a fucking business like it's not the whole fucking thing and that's when i start realizing oh i could place money at a lower a lower priority than how much i have up here how much I have in my mind, what's going on in my mind, how much am I utilizing information, all the bullshit that I had to sieve through and put it together cohesively so I can get the money. That shit will never be at the top. Your mother just, if you're just using your mother as an example, if she wanted a better life for you, I'm sure she wanted you to have more opportunities so where you can get more money, your survival will be taken care of. But at the end of the day, it was just her wanting and her love out of you to be like, I need to give myself better than whatever this is. Not saying your conditions any better or worse, but my son and me need something different than this. And I'm willing to go through this so I can get the money. So in turn, these things all work out. You don't need it to enact change. And that's why I'm just like, you community niggas is weird. Not you, but... Yes, you do. <laughs> you do need money, but it's not the priority. Yes, it is. I understand that I it moves all things. All that shit that you said is fluff because what you then said is then I had to use this mentality and all of these things. Because what else is the there? Money. What's the motivation? Okay, What's so the motivation you had to get money then if it was fluff? What, what motivation you had to go get the money? What? Since it was fluff, since what I just said was bullshit, what motivation would you have to get money if you didn't have your thoughts and your mindset to go get it? Yeah, you have that. But if it goes back to you needing to get money, then the primary thing is let me attain the money before I do all of the conversating about how kind I want to be and how much I care because realistically the change that I want to enact after I've thought about it requires money so the main thing is money the most important thing is money because yeah I have this mindset but I could have this mindset from now until the day that I die but if I don't have any money to make it a reality it doesn't fucking matter so that's why the money is the main thing to me because it provides the ability to do things. It in itself isn't important, it's a tool. But my mindset in itself also isn't important if I never obtain the other half of the equation. And also, generally, regardless of what you have to say, when you have money, people listen. It's not based on how intelligent you are. It's not based on where you went to school. It's, oh, they have a lot of money. I'm going to listen to them. It enacts influence. So for me, the money is the main thing. 
because sure, I could tell all these people when I don't have all the money what I think they should be doing. And like I said now, some of them listen and some of them don't. But regardless of how I said anything, if I had the money behind me, they'd be like, oh, he knows what the fuck he's talking about because the money is the most important thing. They'd see, oh, he has this money behind him and that would make me feel comfortable and listen, he must know what he, he's talking about. Now, do I think that that's the most correct way people should look at things? No, I think that there's people who probably have zero dollars that have some of the best knowledge that you could get from them. But I think no one cares about what they have to say because they don't have any money until usually after they're dead. And they're like, oh, that person was so wise. Okay. But how often do they like go and move off of their words? Gandhi didn't have any money. Very kind person. If I'm sure if he had it his way, a lot of more people would be kinder and thoughtful and considerate. People who want to listen to him are the ones who wanted to and took to his message. That's going to happen when you don't have any money. I, you disagree completely, which is fine. I'm going to argue about this forever, but not today. <laughs> I just don't understand why you think it's kindness. Because you. Because oh what? <laughs> because what? Because it's this. It's this pseudo tough shit. Like, I understand, like, you're so based in reality, but y'all just always focus on the one thing. It's never really, like, like I said, it's never a balanced thought, really. And it's like, well, and I understand your thing ain't balanced, which is fine. I don't expect that from you. I mean, it is balanced. I don't see how it's not balanced. It's... I'll end it here. It's just the lack of acknowledgement that a little kindness goes a long way. And y'all never seem to do that. It's just always like. A long way to one person, yes. But if that's what I was, if that's what I cared about, then I'd Nigga, be all. You do care about it. No, I yes, don't. But that's do. the difference. And that's the difference. I don't. I don't, and that, and so that's what then I think. What was the need to help people get to steward in a whole nation or whatever it is? What would be the point of that if you didn't care? <laughs> what? I don't because I don't care about the individual. You care about the collective of people, which means yes. you care. I didn't say I don't care. Yes, you do. No, I said that's the difference between me and y'all. Y'all care about the individual, and that's the problem. How like, do you not get to the individual without reaching the collective? That's my whole thing. How? What? How do you not get to the one person to reach what, all people? I guess what I'm focused on is systems. Uh-huh. They don't really... My fight isn't with people or, or being kind in that way. Mm. My fight is with systems that are designed to be disadvantageous, to not offer opportunity. That's where my issue is. So I'm looking to be very destructive and disruptive, not necessarily sit in kindness with one person and say, hey, let me fix your problem and I can watch and be proud and feel good that they got a house and they changed their whole life around. That'd make me feel good. I could do that for 
20, 30 people throughout my lifetime and feel amazing and, and look at them and see those roots of those people going forward and say, that's great. But I do I think that's the maximum good that I could do? No. But do I see a lot of people get stuck in the mire of, hey, we want to help people. And so let's start talking and focusing on help people. And then we got to go and ask people for money and panhandle and pedal. And then it's like, well, where did the money go? And who's controlling it? How about we do this in the reverse order? Let's go get the money. And then have the conversations that we want to have and move in the direction that we want to move. Because then we don't need to ask people for money where we got to be like, hey, we want y'all to do this march and we trying to figure out housing for people and hopefully we can stay in people's houses and some of us have to sleep outside but we're just going to make it work. Sure. And then the leaders of that movement bought a mansion and disappeared some of the monies. But that seems like a common theme of people who didn't have a lot of money had something that they wanted to do good and then they get a whole lot of money that they never had before through very little work of their own in terms of gaining the money. It's just donations. And now they're like, oh, I got all this money. And usually a little bit of fuck shit happens. Or a lot of bit of fuck shit. I also think that's because they don't have any financial understanding. So you just gave people who aren't the best financially a whole lot of money. I just think that there's a better way to go about this, like working for things to be different. And if we keep doing it the one way where it's like, let's be kind to people and let's do a little bit of kindness because I keep saying that. There's multiple groups that just consistently do it your way. And no, because why do you keep thinking that I'm just the kindest person that just does everything out the goodness of my heart? That's not what I said. Yes, it is. You keep saying like, oh, this is what you're doing, no, Ash. This I said is what- your way, why, I mean, being kind to people on an individual basis focused on the human element of people right now here in your face that's what I mean Mm. not saying that you're the kindest but saying that that's where you think that your kindness starts needs to be worked on or your work is at hey this person came to me and is asking me questions and maybe they're not the most open but let me see how I can get to them out of the kindness of me is what I'm saying. But that's what most people, that's what like most of the groups are founded on. Is we're trying to be kind to each other. That shit is performative as fuck. That's for them. And that's what my problem is when I say kind. Like, you still think the connotation behind it is to be a little performative or maybe their heart is in the right place. No, no, no. It just feels like for you, it still feels like kindness is a performance that won't get you very far because you don't have the money and because i have this intention of being kind that you will not get very far and i believe define far what do you interpret as far because maybe we have a different interpretation of far i think it'll probably go back to what you were talking about the the individual thing. I'm not looking to enact great change because that's not my purpose. 
I don't feel like that's my purpose to enact great change in that way, what you're talking about. I'm just looking to say, I'm in the moment now. If someone needs something from me that I can't afford to give them, even if it's just a gentle word or a word of encouragement, I'm going to give it. That's it. I don't know where it's going to lead you. I really don't care where it takes you because that wasn't my job in that moment. But I think we can both acknowledge that sometimes you just need a little something and money wasn't involved in those moments. So far, wherever the fuck that person would take it, (laughs) I don't know what that's going to do for you. I just know if it's a need in this moment right now for me, you need me for something, you need a listening ear, whatever it is. Cool, I can give that. But I'm not worried about enacting change on humanity. Humans going to human it up with with me here or not, whatever I did or not. So that's why I don't feel like that's my purpose in this world to do that. I, will I take care of my community, my smaller community that I have? Absolutely. But I don't know how far that will take them in terms of what your plans is. That's not my job. I guess. I would say money played a part in that. I think that you are a product of your relationship with money. And your the way that you operate with people is produced by that. I don't, like I said, I don't think that if money hasn't been like the main thing to make you okay, then you wouldn't use it as the main thing to try and make other people okay. So I guess like you use the resources that you have available to you. You're right. You're right. It's not. But that is also defined by the lack of money. And no point was there a system where it was like, well, I existed and I didn't need money or the people around me didn't need money or money wasn't needed for something to continue or move forward. Mm-hmm. And the abundance or lack of abundance or neutrality and it just being cool all created systems that shaped how you view things. Generally, people with the abundance of money see problems in the world in a different way than people who have a lack of money. People who are just okay and parents were a true middle class and generally don't see a whole lot of problems with the world and just like, no, I can go out and work and get a cool job and and be fine. But I think all of those were shaped by the environment that you're in because we're all raised by people who 
were fully entrenched in lives that required money. Well, you were adopted and you're in a system that was given money and people who were given money to raise you and were they those people that only used the money and didn't care about you? Or were they people who really were taking this seriously because this is what they wanted to do? So yeah, you're gonna get some people that are kind and care and it's not about the money. But of the people that I've seen, the vast majority was definitely about the money they were getting. So I don't know, for me it just, a lot of people say it's not about the money and then when it comes time to like put action behind word, then money becomes up. And it's like, okay, well, we keep saying money's not the most important thing. And we keep saying this is important, caring, compassion, all these things are more important. We should focus on them mentality. Mm-hmm. And then we always go run into the same problem. Damn, we need some money. It's not. You thinking I'm saying that money just isn't a factor? No, I'm saying it's just not a priority. <laughs> Clearly, I'm saying that- we need to survive and everything that we have is run on the system of currency. So I guess how is it Duh, not a priority if that's need- not the main thing? If everything It's not the number it. one thing that leads you to the next step. Money is going to factor in anything that you do, unfortunately. But what leads you to those things to be like, oh, I need cash <laughs> is what is important. No, nothing leads you to that. Society led you to it. You didn't have an option. And I guess that's my point. It wasn't, oh, I decided that I wanted to participate in the the cycle of getting money. No, mm-hmm. you have to participate. Or you can die. But it's it's generally one of the two. Go live on the streets. Figure it out. Hope that you don't live in a state where it gets too cold and you could freeze to death. And you may do and hope that there's kindness for people that it give you and you can parlay that. There's plenty but then, of giving because they would be dead without it. You know, but... That's also money. Back to money. You needed the money. You needed someone to give you, which means they that had they to had to have the thought to be like, I'm going to help someone out today. Here's my money. <laughs> yeah, they did. First, there was the thought. Then there was the money. You, but the most important thing was the money because I want to help someone out today. I have nothing. <laughs> most important thing was saying I wanted to help somebody nope, out. Not at all. If you have nothing and you want to help somebody out, you could go around asking people, well, hey, I'll do this for you for free. We see it countless times on TikToks when niggas just want free marketing. The guy that do the lawns, he just like, he just see people's overgrown lawns and be like, hey. Yeah, and he just goes and cuts them. Yeah, and he just goes and cuts them. Now, That's his not, investment to get his shit, absolutely. His end goal is to grow none his of, business. Yeah, none of that is not for money. What do you, but to get there, he had to have his thought first which is the most the priority is money thing the priority is money (laughs) i'm doing this for money the priority is money i need money i need to do this for money i want to do this even you say it all the time what was the point of what you doing all of this for it's not just the money because you would have gave up years ago (laughs) i'm not here because of money i don't get paid for this thing is money 
the main thing for me is that I like doing it. Of course, I would like to make a living. I will never denote that. that that's not it. But because I like doing it is what keeps you coming back. It's what keeps you going after what you want for. It was no fucking money involved in that. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, but the but the priority is money. It's none <laughs> of the other shit. It's money. The priority. It's not even that's not the end goal. Because even if you get the I money, you want to expand end, more. Priority and end goal aren't the same. Priority and end goal are not the same. It's the priority because everything that you want to do, every problem, no matter where you start at, it's the main obstacle. So prioritizing what I know to be true in all situations that's going to arise in no matter what I want to do and how I want to affect change, whether it be a small scale, large scale, medium scale, I'm going to need to secure the bag in a certain type of way that I'm comfortable even if I only want to do something for other people, I would still need to be like, all right, well, I'm comfortable and I can now go out and just give as much as I want. But money's going to be an obstacle and, hey, I want to gain this knowledge. Uh, you got to buy the courses when you were talking about <laughs> self-improvement. Mm -hmm. So sure, you had the thought, but if you had the thought and didn't have any of the money, then you would have to use your creativity to go figure out how you gonna get this information. Money might come up, sure, but if I didn't have it, how am I gonna utilize the resources that I have? Because clearly money ain't one of those to get what I want. Yes, and one of those resources may be... It may not be cash. Find and give free. Finding, oh, someone's offering the class that I wanted for free right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna take it there. But you know what provided for that? Money. Someone paid them to put their class for free so all y'all could go and enjoy it. Mm. Someone's money solved the problem. It did? It might not be yours. I'm not saying that you have to have the money, but money is generally the solver of the problems. Now, you might be able to find someone who's going to give their money and finance things and buy things, which is what charity, charities and grants and things like that are for where you're not using your money. You're going out and getting somebody else's money because, hey, I don't have any resource, but I'm going to go out and find it and they're going to finance this idea for me. Sure, it's not your money, but it's needed. Yeah, it's needed. And so if it's needed in everything, and this means it's just a priority. <laughs> I was not. Yeah. All right. I'm done with this. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> We're leaving. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment. She don't know what she's talking about. Get money. Don't listen to Ash. She's crazy. We out of here. <laughs>